It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Andrew. So I wanted to let you know that we had an episode recorded back at the beginning of August that never saw the light of day because as soon as we recorded it, the Eric Carlson trade dropped and we thought it was pointless to upload an episode that um, didn't talk about the Eric Carlson trade. And so we recorded another one recently. And as I was going to edit the other episode, I noticed that there was a lot of good stuff in the one we recorded previously about the other free agents that the Penguins signed. And so I've mashed the two together, and that may be why the audio sounds a little different. Enjoy the episode, guys, and let's go Pens. What is up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. My name is Andrew. And I am Jim. And I'm Abby. And uh, we are not together. I went and up and moved to another state. So we are over the Zoom yep. in a beautiful conference room. And uh, amazing. Uh, we are super excited to be here. Vir- uh, virtual. has happened yes. since our last episode. Much in the Penguins world and in the real world. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm married and yes, not living at home anymore. Weird. I have a full-time job. That I've you had a full time job before, but no, uh, I have a full time job that I love and enjoy. Okay, yes. okay, there you go, there you go. That's, That's a difference. big difference. That is a big difference. That is true. Uh, and a big, big difference in the hockey world. Eric Carlson is with the Penguins. Can you believe? But before it? we talk about Eric Carlson, okay. Before we talk about Eric Carlson, we need to mention. This thing that's on our logo now, this little red thing. Yes. THPN. What does it mean? What is THPN, Andrew? I don't know. It means we're part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Proud proud member of the Hockey Podcast Network. They have about like hundreds of different shows, but we are one of them. Yes. Yes, we are. One of of three Pittsburgh uh, themed podcast shows. Pittsburgh specific. Specific. Yeah. Is that the idea? Yes. Pittsburgh specific. Yes. Not Pacific. 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 Yes. Pacific. <laughs> Speaking anyway. of Pittsburgh, though. Yes. Eric Carlson. Yeah. Trade happened. Yes, Eric that Carlson. actually went down. It took 
for freaking ever. It was about dang time. I bet. I don't know. Anyways. I'm wondering how much of that. I mean, um, I'm, I don't know. I just think, I, I think it's pretty, pretty awesome that Dubas and the Penguins were able to get Carlson. Um, it wound up being a three team trade. Yep. Right. I have, I have the full trade right here. If we want to talk about it real quick, give yeah. it, give us the lowdown there, if, Andrew. If y'all haven't All already right. heard it, you're kind of living under yeah, a rock. I mean, but we'll just yeah, go I'm back sure over people, it for you. Just to okay. review. Just to review, the uh, Penguins received Eric Carlson Boom. with 13% retained by San Jose. Yes. They received Dylan Hamaliewicz, who's on an <laughs> AHL uh, two-way contract. Uh, contract. Easy for you to say. Uh, and they got the San Jose's third, the Sharks' third-round pick in 2026, Six, and Rem Picklick from the Montreal Canadiens, who were the. Th- third team in the trade now san jose acquires mike hoffman from montreal Mm -hmm. and from pittsburgh they he acquire they acquire mikhail granlin jan ruda and 2024's first round pick conditional that it will turn into a i believe a first round pick in 2025 if the penguins finish in the top 10 in the draft lottery okay meaning that we would have to miss the playoffs which is probably not going to happen yes we would have to miss the playoffs not only miss the playoffs just get in the top 10. Like they could miss the playoffs like they did this year and they'd still lose their first round. San Jose would still get their first round. Yeah. Now the Canadians acquire Nathan Lagare from the Penguins, a 2025 second round pick, Casey DeSmith, and the big kahuna, Jeff Petrie, with 25% retained by Pittsburgh. Back to Montreal for Jeff. Of Jeff Petrie? Yes. Okay. But the crazy thing is, one, we got Eric Carlson, which is huge. Huge. But he has $10 million on his contract, and yet the Penguins shed 3.137 in cap space. Like, they get yeah. $3 million in cap well, space. I mean, Mo- most of that is because of Granlin, though, right? Granlin and Petrie were both on pretty big contracts. Yeah, but we're retaining. Granlin had a $5 million contract. 25. Jan Ruda had a $2.75 million contract, and Jeff Petrie had like a, five point, a 6.5 or something like that, but it's now... 4.6 because the Penguins retain 25%. So we have 2 million from him ish. No, okay. we have 1.5. 1.5. I can do math. Just not very well. Just not very well. That's It's okay. That's rather amazing. So So our defensive core right now, we got Latang and Carlson. We've got Graves, Pedersen, P.O. Joseph, Ty Smith, Chad Ruedel. That's the seven. The seven defensemen? Yeah. Do we, th- yes. do we think, like, because I think, well, I don't know. Because Carlson and Latang are both right-handed defensemen. So do you think yes. they will they will slot them both on that first line? Because, like, I've had this discussion. I think me and Andrew had this discussion. I think me and you have had this discussion, Jim. Yep. That I think it would be foolish to put Carlson and Latang on the same first pair together because neither of them are super defensively responsible and one of their offensive numbers would suffer for being on the same pair as another elite offensive defenseman. You know what I mean? I if you put them together, I don't know. I feel like they're just going to drag each other down. 
and like suck the life out of each other. If that makes sense. And then, but like if you put Ryan Graves, who is an amazing two-way defenseman with Chris Letang, <coughs> excuse me, and Marcus Pedersen, who is an incredible defensive defenseman with Eric Carlson and run those two pairs equal. I'm just saying that yeah. would be, that would be better than putting Letang and Carlson together. My, my thought was when you have defensemen of the caliber of Carlson and Latang, you want them to both be out on the ice as much as possible, yet not stealing the thunder from one another. Right. If you put them out together, one of them may excel and the other one just go. Exactly. But if you can, if you can roll, say, say you put Carlson and who's who's our number three defenseman? Do you think Graves? Graves or or Pedersen? Yeah. Okay, so Pedersen. so so Carlson and Pedersen on the first defensive line, Latang and Graves on the second defensive line, and then Joseph and Smith, Smith or Ruedel, whoever you you want to run there. So and then you run defensive lines, D one, D two, D one, D two, D three. Mm-hmm. D one, D two, D one, D two, D three. Yeah. And every once in a while, maybe you throw Carlson and Latang out together on maybe the third shift, and then put in that put in that uh, that Joseph and Ruida line, and then come back with the you know Carlson, Peterson, Latang, Graves. Um, I don't know how they'll do it. I think. I think Sullivan would be wise to have uh, one of his coaches kind of monitoring that at all times to make sure that we're not, um, that it's not a, uh, that they're not losing, missing out on ice time. Yeah. Because, I mean, Latang and Carlson both uh, averaged the most ice time for their team. Yeah. Um, and you want to take advantage right. of that. If guys can, if guys can play 25 minutes a night, like you don't just want to bench them, especially when all of those 25 minutes are high quality minutes. Most of the time. Absolutely. I totally agree. Andrew, your thoughts. I can't say much more than you guys have been saying. I think I'm excited. I don't have nearly as much reserve as you guys do. I think when you have guys like Carlson and Latang, they just figure it out. I've read yeah. a lot that uh, Latang was kept a hundred percent in the loop by Dubas in this, and that he sunned off on it. Like he was a hundred percent okay having Dubas go after Chris Latang or after Eric Carlson. And I think if he signed off on it, he's more than willing to possibly take a back seat. And he knows it. He said that Dubas called him and he was like, look, I'm here now. I'm the general manager and this is my vision for the team. Eric Carlson is the best player out there. Like I'm paraphrasing. These aren't word for word. Eric Carlson is the best guy out there available for trade and I'm going to make it happen. And I, this is all in mind in getting you three, another cup, like in talking about Crosby, Milken and Latang. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think that, I don't know. I'm excited, and I think that 
Chris Letang is more than willing to make it work. And I think Eric Carlson's willing to make it work. I think uh, uh, Crosby's willing to make it work and Malkin's ready to make it work. And so, I don't know, as long as those four guys are in, like, locked in, I think everyone else will just follow suit. Like, everyone else has no reason to be complaining about anything as long as Agreed. if Crosby, Malkin, and Letang are on board. Agreed. So, I, I think, though... I think Mike's... Go ahead. And I think Mike Sullivan is the coach to make it work. I think he's very much got his pulse in the locker room and knows mm-hmm. what's going on. And I think he's going to be able to make it work. If anybody in the league, he's not going to add to the hostility if there's anything like that. Right. Well, on. and and I would hope so. Um, I think as, as I, as I consider it, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you, Andrew. I think, I think Carlson and Latang, if they're paired together, we'll figure out a way to make it work. But it, I, I'm just saying that if, if it doesn't work out, um, you got to have a backup plan. Uh, and, and this is, this is one thing that we've seen. And, and maybe, maybe this is just me who thinks this, but it's, I think we've seen Sullivan have this idea where he's going to play guys together come heck or high water. Yeah. And he's locked into that system or that thought process and nothing's going to change it. Um, even if it's not working right. And, and I think we saw a little bit of that last year with Jeff Carter, that he was going to play Jeff on the third line, even though he was only playing at a fourth line caliber. And so I, I don't, you know, and I, I agree with you. I think, I think Sully has a, has a pulse on the, on the players. Um, but I also think at times guys like Gino and Sid need to, stand up and say, look, this isn't working. We need to, we need to consider something different. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Does that, do either of you disagree with me on that? No, I don't, I don't disagree. I, I think, I think you're right. I think Sully can be very stubborn. I think the thing with Jeff Carter is kind of, um, like special circumstances, I guess, because he was getting paid a lot of money. And, I, and he is getting paid a lot of money. And I think yeah. that's probably why. And we didn't really have anyone else to fill that position. You know what I mean? So I think he's, he, I mean, we Maybe. did, but like, it was like we were running two fourth lines, basically. And we right. didn't have anyone else to fill that three center position. So he was kind of stuck management wise because Hextall didn't set him up very well. <laughs> so it was like yeah. if Jeff Carter doesn't work, then you're screwed basically. Right. And see and it was a Ron gone wrong situation. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> but also I feel like too many media members, us included possibly, and maybe others, uh have blamed Hextall for literally everything that went wrong. Where there were times that it wasn't Hextall like it was Hextall's fault, obviously, because he's the personnel guy in charge of decision. Right. But it wasn't only on him. It was also, you know, some of the players weren't playing up to their snuff. That's and true. And sometimes if the management, like the coach has to do the best for the team. And we were saying it long before anyone else was that Jeff Carter was not doing what he needed to do on the third line and needed a demotion. And, before the trade deadline, 
Teddy Bluger was 100% capable of filling that third C role. And for some reason, he just never got the the, the tap on the shoulder, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not not blaming Sullivan because, yeah, he can be really stubborn, but I think it was it was kind of a lot of layers to that situation too. But all that to say, I think Sully, hopefully, because, like, he has four very good, like, the top four defensemen are very good, very versatile. I think they'll mesh really well with whoever they play with, to be honest with you. I just, I see Carlson and Latang producing better if it's like an offensive defenseman, defensive defenseman pairing instead of two offensive defensemen. That's just me. But I think no matter what happens, I think that top four is going to be very good. Agreed. Also, though, I do agree. the Carlson acquisition bolsters our power play. Like oh, yeah. Crazy. We haven't even started talking about that, have we? No. I'm looking at it right now, and as we sit, like, you've got, you, for your first power play, Crosby, Gensel, Raquel, Latang, Malkin, Rust, whoever you slot in in that fifth spot. And then on the third power play, you got Smith, Carlson, Rust, and then you have those other depth guys that... Second power play. Is that what I, did I say you said first? third. Oh, <laughs> second power play, yeah. On the second power play, you have... Those guys and then like the depth guys that Dubis signed and well, all and, that. So and honestly, with the with the talent that Dubis has brought in, you might even be able to swing a third power play with Sid and Gino and then a couple well, other guys fresh. Yeah. And just and just roll it. Like if you get a five minute power play. You're yeah. going to score at least once, maybe twice with with that group of – at least you should. You that would, you that would is hope. if they shoot. Exactly. As we've seen in the past couple of years. Yes. That's as frustrating as that shoot. is when, when we will re- just refuse this. And shoot. that I will blame on coaching. That is a coaching <laughs> problem. Well, it's not the fans because they're yelling for the puck to, sh- to <laughs> get to the net. Shoot, shoot the puck. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, so, anyway. maybe a little too much in that regard. Yeah. But. Yeah. Rumor-wise, in the rumor mill, there's still talk that Dubis is running after Tomas Tatar or a player like that, an older that. sniper, which could bring maybe the reunion of Phil Kessel to Pittsburgh, which would be amazing, and I would uh. be all for it. But alongside the rumor <laughs> mill of reunions, okay. I saw a tweet from a credible source. I can't remember where who it was, but that Dubis is in the later talks of signing one Yarmir Yager to a league minimum deal. Like very close to happening. That's a, that, there's Yager no way. Why not? He's still playing professional there's, hockey at a very high level crazy. over in Russia. Oh, that's my evil. That's my evil laugh. Imagine. I, I love that idea. I, I love, love, yeah. If, 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 one if, caveat. if, no, no, hold on. If Yager wants to retire, like if if Yager's thinking about my okay my playing days are over, bring him back even if it's for a month. Bring him back, put him on the team, give him his sixty eight, let him play for you know two or three games, and then let him retire. Yeah, absolutely, do it. I just have one thing: if they run him on a line with Jeff Carter, <laughs> I will lose my crap. They cannot. 
That's the only caveat. If Yager comes back, he is not playing with Jeff Carter. That would be the oldest, slowest line probably oh, ever. Oh, that would be fun, though. Hey, Yager can still put the biscuit in the basket. You bring him, play he five can, minutes a night. He can. Yeah. That would be Just crazy, put him out though. on the power play. Let him, let him just say that. Let, it, oh. let the man cook. No, but I would love to see that happen. Also, we haven't mentioned this on the podcast, I don't think yet, because this is kind of old news, too. But uh, Kyle Dubas finally promoted himself to general manager. Is, is that a promotion or a demotion? I mean, it's it's a he added, appointed, he appointed himself. It's an addition yeah. to his, yeah. his whatever his current duties as, yeah, because he is not only president of hockey ops now, he is also the general manager. And he has right. uh, assigned both Amanda Kessel and Trevor Daly as special assistant to the general manager, or something like that. Slash president of hockey. Yeah, they're it- just his his assistants yeah. basically, but they have to say special assistant. I think because he is both GM and president right. of hockey ops. Right. I think uh, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter really what matter. you call him. It's but, a title that. That is, it's good for hockey, I think, because someone like Amanda Kessel, I think is, is she's going to do some amazing things uh, with that. And who knows, I mean, is it possible that she could become the first female GM in the league? Oh, I would hope so. I hope so. I, I mean, I, so. I, I, I would have no problem with that. I think the, I think the girl knows, the she's, woman knows... Um, she knows her stuff. She does know her stuff. She knows her hockey. And and she could, I mean, I think she could do it. I don't, the, the, the problem is, will other GMs talk to her? I, I would, mm, that Kyle would, Dubas would. Kyle oh, Dubas yeah, would. Kyle Dubas absolutely yeah, would. Yeah, he would. Because he's, he's, he's pretty cool yeah, that way. Just, well, if, if she becomes depends. the general manager, he becomes... President of hockey. I mean, continues to be ops. president of hockey operations. But also, Jason Spezza being. Well, mm. is he a special assistant too? Isn't he? Uh, it's he's him in, and Daly and. No, he's some sort of like assistant, something in the front office, but it's not quite as high as like general manager. But, but did you see him know. talking to Carlson? I which did. I feel like he had to be a major reason why Carlson decided to sign off on coming to Pittsburgh. Yeah, because he had a no trade clause, but. No, but he wanted uh, out too. Quote, so. Yeah, there was a quote between him and Spezza. It was something along the lines of, "These freaking Penguin boys kept killing us when we were playing in Ottawa. It must be. It's nice to be on the opposite side now, or on their side, or something like talking about the 2017 playoffs." Jason Spezza's position with the team is assistant general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, he is an assistant, assistant general, general manager. Assistant general oh, okay. manager. I thought for some reason it wasn't exactly assistant general manager. But yes. So there awesome. you go. Yeah. And I saw, uh, yeah. Cause when Carlson, the Penguins posted a video or something, um, when Carlson first came and was like getting the tour or whatever. And, um, Spezza was there and, um, Carlson was talking to him. They were kind of like bantering back and forth. And he was like, yeah, you're boss me around in Ottawa. And now I come here and you get to boss me around again or whatever. So for, Do really you know funny. what his full name is? Jason Spezza? No. Jason Rocco Anthony Spezza. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> That's amazing. 
Jason. Jason Rocco Anthony Spezza. Why didn't they call him Rocco when he was a player? That's amazing. I don't know. I don't know. But that that makes me giggle. That is so funny. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. calling him from now on. Rocco. The big Rocco. The assistant to the general manager, Rocco. Legend. Rocco, the AGM. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook. They are official sponsors of the Pens Stuff Podcast. And we're here to talk about them. That's awesome. Talking about uh, last year, I kind of ventured into the world of betting. And DraftKings was pretty crazy. Like, you can bet on, like, live game, parlays, team futures, awards, player stats, all of it. And this year... You can actually join in and bet on who you think Connor Bedard is going to get his first career goal against. That's something. I remember you had a parlay going and you thought you'd lost I did. it. I and had you it. saw that. Yes, the stats in the yep. morning and you realized yep. you won. I it was actually it was like five. I had Jeff Carter plus uh, three point five shots or something like that in or two point five, and he he had two up until like the very last minute, and I was like, "Well, this is over." So I shut down and everything, and then I get in the morning, and I was like, "Hey, you won this much money." It was, it was great. New customers download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts KS in West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, everyone, and thanks so much for listening to the Pens and Stuff podcast. Even if you're not going on vacation, summer's all about a vacation state of mind. Whether I want to listen to the Pens and Stuff podcast on repeat or, or just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit, I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. You know, during the summer, like vacation, weddings, honeymoons, whatever, there's so much going on in the summer, right? And sometimes you just need to stay upbeat, listen to music. Like for me, I listen to Ed Sheeran. Sometimes you calm it down with a little, you know, William Augusto, you know, nice vibey music, you know, and you know, sometimes you just got to pop it in. And let me tell you right now, the Raycons, 
best way to listen to music. I I do agree. Raycons, their their headphones, they fit so seamlessly into your ears, and they they don't fall out. I mean, they have the custom gel tips. Yeah, and with it's their, ridiculous. And with their their toggle functions and their three different listening modes, it's it's amazing how how easy it is to listen with the Raycon you know, wireless earbuds. Doing stuff, you can put both earbuds in, and they have the the awareness mode mm. that you just get everything around you. So you're not like you know sometimes you're listening to with other earbuds, and you're like you get scared out of the wazoo because you can't hear. But these ones have the awareness mode. That's amazing. And they start at just half the price of those other premium audio earbuds, and they sound just as good. And they come back with a 30 day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose out trying on these Raycon earbuds. So, create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, Pens and Stuff podcast listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. And now, back to the show. The Penguins had a eventful off-season Yes. Really, truly um, did. They signed, like we talked about, Ryan Graves, Nola Chari, Lars Eller, Matt Nieto, uh, Yona Kapanen, um, yeah, Alex Nedeljkovic, which Abby has thoughts on, Andreas Janssen, Magnus Hilberg, Vinny Hinnestroza, Will Butcher, guy. which I'm very excited about, uh, Redeem Zahorna, the big Z's back in oh, Pittsburgh. Oh, yes. I was so excited about uh, that signing. And yeah. they re-signed Tristan Jari. Guys, don't forget about Riley Smith. Oh, yeah, and we traded for Riley Smith. That wasn't technically a free agency, but we did trade for Riley Smith. But it was and we free did talk, agency. But we talked about that on the last podcast. Did um, we actually? That was so long ago, I can't even remember. We did sign Tristan Jari. Mm-hmm. We did resign Tristan Jari. We because, resigned him. Yes, this, Sport web, track, sport this, track this website it. does not have him, but they do have the mm-hmm. contract on there. So We did okay. resign Tristan Jari. I, I, I seem to remember something about that somewhere. In yeah, don't worry about it. So, so we spent $66 million in free agency. But we lost a lot. As a collective over the contract years. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we also let Brian Dumlin walk. We let Jason Zucker walk. We let Josh Archibald walk. Drake Kajula walk. Ryan Paling, Dmitry Kulikov, Nick Benino, um, Red- Nope, not Redeem's Honor. Dustin Tokarski mm. and Dan Heinen, Philip Lindbergh, and Philip Hollander. But I believe Philip Hollander resigned in Pittsburgh as well. Um, I will say, too... A lot of yeah, these signings of other guys, which we probably will get to this, but like the signing of two extra goalies plus Jari and you still have to Smith. So we have four goalies right now. The fact that we have four goalies and like a ton of extra depth forwards. My guess is that there's going to be this. This is what everyone's guess is right now, but the Penguins are moving towards Eric Carlson. Yes. Supposedly. I saw this, but. I saw this, and to make this work, apparently, it was an insider information. I can't remember exactly who I would give them credit. But they said the way this is going to work, if we do land Eric Carlson, which I know we talked about last podcast, Mm -hmm. and we're still talking about it now, so it's kind of pie in the sky at this moment. It's taken forever. But the way this was work is that San Jose wants a bunch of picks, uh, Ty Smith and P.O. Joseph. Mm. And we would have to send Jeff Petrie back the other way. But San Jose, Jeff Petrie will not play in San Jose because he has that modified no trade clause. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'd have to get a third team in the mix, which has been rumored to be Chicago. Ooh, Chicago would get picks and Petrie. Petrie, 
would retain and San Jose would retain Petrie's half of Petrie's salary. Interesting. And then we would get Eric Carlson. It's very That's a lot of weird and it's a lot of moving parts, but that's the only way they would do that. My guess is the reason it's not happened yet is either the third team wants more compensation, San Jose's not willing to retain the salary on Jeff Petrie, or Pittsburgh's not willing to give up both Ty Smith and Pierre Olivier Joseph. Right. For me, that's a lot of that's a lot of capital to for a man who's at a lot of money for the next two years Mm, and is thirty five years old. I would I would not give them both. That that just makes me nervous. I mean, Eric Carlson is in my opinion, I mean, the way he's playing right now. Oh, excuse me. He's under contract for four years. Sorry. The way he's playing right now, you would, I mean, do you think he's a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. He's not won a Stanley Cup. He's not won a Stanley Cup, but he's won individually a lot. Okay. So you've got a guy like Eric Carlson. Potential Hall of Famer. A potential Hall of Famer that you could bring onto this team that already has three lock Hall of Famers on it. Potentially four. And potentially four, maybe five. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm torn. Would I mean I wouldn't be upset with having a guy like Eric Carlson on the Penguins, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. And that to me, yes, is huge, and I and and like you said, Andrew, I think that's the sticking point right now is how much it's going to cost us to bring this guy in, and 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 I would love to know what is Kyle Dubas thinking? Is he is he is he hell bent on on um, bringing in uh, Carlson, or is is he? I mean, I just don't know. I and. and I mean, if 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 the idea then is to bring in Carlson, would we would have Carlson, Latang, um, Graves? Yep, Graves right? would slot on that second line with Petey. So there's, and then you have Chad Ruedel and Jan Ruda and Jan Ruda. So there's there's three scoring defensemen, right? Do you put one of those guys with Latang, uh, Latang, Graves, and Carlson? Then do you do you put them one, two, three? No. Do you put one of them on each no, of the you three put, defenses? you put Carlson with Latang. You put Carlson with Latang. You run Graves and Petey. Or you switch, put Graves on that first line and Carlson on the second line with Petey. Hot take. You put Carlson and Latang together. That is going to be one of the most scored on defensive pairings. You think? In the league. Probably. They're it, both very defensively irresponsible. His Carlson's, Carlson's plus minus was atrocious okay and obviously he scored a lot of obviously he looks for the scoring more than for the defense okay but you but do you really think that that plus minus is a indication of how bad poor he is on the defensive side or how bad the san jose goaltending was or how bad the san jose team was overall i've seen stats though of like i know advanced stats are kind of eh but like his defensive play is bad like he's a really good offensive defenseman, but for being so lauded as a defenseman, his defensive play is mid at best, in my opinion. That might be a hot take. I really don't know, but I don't know. All I'm thinking is you bring in Carlson 
and immediately that power play becomes yes. the best power play Absolutely. in the NHL. Absolutely. And you not, shoot the puck. I'm not saying that I don't want Carlson on my team. I'm saying I don't want him with Latang. That's all I'm saying. Okay, but you can't you can't bring in Carlson and then bump Latang to the second line. You can't do that. Latang has signed off. Him and Crosby have both signed off on bringing Carlson in. If he signed off, he's obviously not concerned that he's going to get bumped down to the first line. Then why not put Carlson on the second line? With Petey or with and Graves? Like, I don't know, either. And then you run them both the same amount of time because that third pair is kind of meh. You think Ruedel no, and Ruda would be one of the most locked down defensively? Okay, let, yes. Let me lines. ask you a question. But I'm saying, what, what are we trying to do? Like, right. to win well, a cup. And that's... And that's that's like, and what you, is the identity of this team going to be? Right. Is it going to be, we're going to score 10 goals a night yeah. or is it going to be, we're going to lock you down and we're only going to need to score two or three goals a night because you're not going to score on and, us. And that's not the identity we can have as a team, which is why we're looking for Carlson because this, the style of play that Sully coaches is not lockdown defense. It's speed and scoring. And so right. if we can get, if we can get two solid offensive defensive pairings and then have that lockdown D pair, but you run the offense so you can hem the other team in their own zone the majority right, of right. the time. And, and I understand that, but here's, here's my question. Okay. Last season, Chris Letang, he, he didn't play the whole season because of the stroke and whatnot. And his dad and his dad, Chris Letang ended the season at a minus 13. Meh. Carlson ended the year at a minus 26. And again, I know Carlson he's pl played it every game. Yeah. But I also know, you know, you, you say, and his team was a lot worse than Pittsburgh. Yeah. But here's the thing. Okay. So Carlson, um, he got 101 points, mm -hmm. which should even out a plus minus you would think but that means he gave up. He was on the ice for 120 Five, no, twenty-seven at goals at least. You know what I mean? At that's least. not true. A lot of those points would probably come on the power play, and that doesn't count. Oh, that's fair. Towards plus minus power play points don't. Well, that's true. That is true. How many power play points does it say on the um, stat sheet you got? No. That is true. I didn't think about power play, but I don't think San Jose's oh, power on. play wasn't really that good. He this got year. five power play goals and. 22 power play assists. So that's 27. So 27 out so of the that's, 101. So that's almost 100. Five, al yeah, five almost power. 100 points that were even sh strength. Yeah. Unless he got shorthanded points, which wouldn't be that but the, many. Okay, but the point, the point is, the point is, is that, is that something that, I mean, because if, if he comes, that's what we're going to be talking about. Yes. All the live long year is why do we get this guy if he's not going to play defense? And no, I understand. No, I, I think his, his quality, if he can have at least 90% of what he had this year, I think it will erase anything that we can do on the back end because not only was Eric Carlson like one of the only guys who was scoring on that San Jose team, mm -hmm. like he... Like him coming to Pittsburgh now, he has Crosby, he has Malkin, he has Gensel, he has Latang, he has Smith, he has Rust, all of guys who can score. And he, he can he can put up 60, 70 points 
and win, we could be one of the best teams in the Metro. I'm not saying that. The only thing I was saying is that a Latang Carlson pair would make me nervous. That's all I was and saying. That's, that's valid. And I guess. And and I guess that's what I'm saying with the stat. Yeah, I don't is know. That it would make me so like incredibly nervous. And and you wouldn't want his performance to decline because of morale or whatever by being put on a second pair. But I think our team and our management has be- good enough communication that that wouldn't happen. But what would most likely happen if we did get Carlson would be a Latang Carlson pairing, and, okay, and that makes me nervous. But, but they could they could surprise us. Both all. Latang and Carlson shoot right. Graves and PD shoot left. That's what I'm saying. Put Carlson on the second. So pair. if you run Carlson on that second line with Graves and put PD and Latang, because we know PD and Latang work right. Or you could you could switch it up and just see what works best. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's yeah. if and, and and again that's if we get them. Yeah. That, so it's at this back point, to the guys we like actually have. If, yeah. Uh, we got Lars Eller, which is a perfect third line center. We talked about this. Yes. Yep. That yep. now with the Lars Eller signing, Carter will be playing fourth line minutes. Praise more than the likely. Lord. Lars Eller is a solidified third line center. He's amazing. Agreed. I love that signing. I thought amazing that was great. And you only sign him for two years. He's going to be 36 by the end of the contract. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. We also signed Matt Nieto. Minimum deal. Very good. Watched him in Colorado. Watched him in Sharks. He has a really fun story about his number. So if you want to look that up, it's really it's really cool. We also got Nolachari, who I think... Solid defensive forward. Solid defensive forward with slot right in. We're just rebuilding this third line with Nieto, Achari, Eller. I mm-hmm. think that's huge. Yeah. It's and great. then the big thing, we re-signed... Tristan Jari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do we think about that? I, I still think I still think there's there's got to be something in the in the mix, don't you? Like I don't think we're trading Jari though. I no, think no, no. I, I think I mean we've got four legitimate, well, three legitimate goalies. And Casey Smith. No. Or who are you saying isn't legitimate? I, I, is Magnus Helberg? I mean, is he good? He's he's a he's a solid backup. He's talking about he's talking about Nadeljevic and wait, are you not talking about Nadeljevic? No, no, no. I was trying to figure out. Dad said we have three legitimate goalies. I'm like, which one are you saying is not? Uh, and a maybe legitimate no, goalie? not legitimate. Maybe four. Nadeljevic I mean, is a legitimate goalie. Yeah, I mean, I'm, oh I, yeah, Nadeljevic for sure. Keep the net is, slander out is, your is, mouth. Is Helberg a, a legitimate goalie? He's prospect since we lost one of our okay so that's that's what i'm saying so we've got three he's 31 he's not a prospect so we've got we've got the smith jerry and the delta vic yeah what i meant is like he plays he played 17 no 18 games last season one for ottawa 17 for detroit is that is that something that we're thinking oh my gosh you know we could run to the cup with these three goalies I think what he's looking at is he's looking at the one, the goaltending issue he had in Toronto mm-hmm. and the goaltending issue we had, the Penguins had two years ago in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And he just wants a solid pipeline of goalies. He says, if with Jari's injury history and with the Smith's injury history, he's like, we need a solidified third, third guy. goaltender, which unfortunately, big Dustin Tokarski was not. No. Not but to be as honest as with you, I name. don't think any of these guys, like if you're talking about the situation that happened in the playoffs two years ago, I don't think any any of these guys I would want in my net. 
in a series against that Ranger team. I, I don't trust any of these guys. So if that's what if that's what Dubis is doing, I don't know. Okay, but this Ranger team, the Rangers have fallen apart. They're not. They're well, no, not and that's not what team. I'm saying. But I'm talking about in that specific situation, this Magnus Helberg. I would not trust him. He's not ever played a playoff game. He's played like hardly any games in the NHL. Period. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But I'm saying if that's what Dubis is doing. I don't. Yeah. Feel like but what he I'm saying right is, I think maybe what he, he saw something and he said, this is good enough to win a playoff game with. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm, I'm like, thinking he's a fourth stringer. He's not going to play. Yeah. Can, can we also, just, can I we just, be honest for a second? The Pittsburgh Penguins just need to worry about getting in the dang playoffs because the way we played last year was absolutely atrocious. And if we don't step it up, on all facets of the game, goaltending, offense, defense, we're not going to make the playoffs again. Mm-mm. So I know that might be a little bit of a hot take, but no, it's, 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 it's the truth of, of where we find ourselves and we can gripe and complain about the goaltending all we want. But again, this, we haven't, I mean, they haven't played a game yet this season. We haven't, even, they haven't even started training camp yet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're, we're going off of, of last year's stats we're going off of um oops sorry you know past history what what we need to do is just say okay this is these are the guys we're taking into battle yeah i I just hope it works out yeah i do i do trust dubis and here's here's the thing i here's the thing about dupus i think and, and maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm misreading the the room but i think if we get a month two months into the season and this goaltending situation is not working out, he's going to try and do something. I think so too. Yeah. That is Unlike true. last year where we saw it falling apart and we just kind of sat there on our thumbs Yeah, literally. and I'm just, I don't want to see that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the, <sighs> the penguins off season. Great stuff in the world of hockey for the penguins. Great stuff in the world of hockey period. And now it's time to get in. To random crap we want to talk about. So cue the music that I cannot hear. And now it's time for random crap we want to talk about today, where we will give our own personal 10-team no-trade clause list if we were <laughs> hockey, which play if if we were hockey, if we played in the NHL, which none of us do. None of us do. None of, none us, of us probably do. ever will. None of us could probably yeah. actually stand upright on skates. I could I stand. I, I could stand upright on skates. I could I stand just, upright. I just couldn't move. No, okay. I could move if I was None against the. None of us the, could move if I was against the wall and holding we onto the wall. We couldn't glide. We couldn't skate for real. No. Okay. All I know is I went ice skating with my now wife, like last year or two years ago, <laughs> and I could stand upright. Good. Well done. I, I I couldn't. I could barely propel myself. And I fell down more times than I could count. So does she skate? Is she a good skater? Yes, she's better than me, which isn't saying much. But she can actually, you know, she can Maneuver. move forward, and she can't really turn, but she can move forward. So, well, that's, that's good for something. her. Good for her. It's a plus. Yeah. Okay, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay, Abby uh, will go first. Should we cue intense music? Which no, I need to send you that file because I can't play yeah, it. Yeah, you, anyway. you, you, you do. Okay. No intense music. No, no intense, intense music, music today. That's okay. This isn't a super intense thing. No, 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 no. But I have... Should we go... Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Time out, time out. We should go 
10 to 1 and go around in the circle. Oh, 10 okay. to 1? Okay. Sure. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but you can go first. All right. My In my 10 slot, I have the one and only New York Rangers. Really? I oh, do not wow. want to play. Why? If I want to play in New York, I want to play for the Islanders. They're not in New York. They're on Long Island. I know they are, but I could still <laughs> live. <laughs> I could still live in New York. You know what I mean? If I wanted to live in New York, and which I wouldn't. Yeah, crime not, and all that. I'm not big on city life anyways, but New York's just too big for me. Also, the Rangers fans are just kind of bleh, so. Well, they, yeah. That might come from personal bias, but. Yeah, Rangers are 10th it's okay. on mine. Personal okay. bias list. plays into your no trade list. Like That is true. That is it's true. all personal preference. Well, that's <laughs> that, good. Is that is well, true. Well, then I probably I feel ought like to change a couple of these. I feel like there's <laughs> universally regarded teams like you don't want to play for, like a Coyotes. I do not have the Coyotes But then there on are other list. ones that are just personal preference, like my number 10, which I don't want to play for the Minnesota Wild. Why? I don't want to live in Minnesota. State that is the plain hockey. and simple reason. I would love to live in Minnesota, man. I don't want the the amount of snow that they get up there. Like I'm That's not a, a snow guy. So fun! You get to ride a snowmobile to work. How sweet is that? People Dude, literally no, they, do that. They in literally, Minnesota. they literally. One year they literally got so much snow that the Minnesota Vikings stadium's roof collapsed in on itself. Well, that was a piece of junk to begin with. I don't care. I don't want to live and somewhere that they get that much. Snow. And the so place Minnesota was coming off down. The list. Yeah. So, okay. So okay. you're going to just write off all of Canada then too, because they all get a lot of, well, not all of Canada, but most of Canada gets Just wait for my list. list. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he, he probably has all of the Canadian teams on his list. Okay. Um, so my number 10 is Washington. For why? Yeah. Um, because DC and Maryland, that place makes people just go cuckoo. That's fair. I mean, uh, people go, I mean, you have, and again, this isn't a, this isn't a political podcast, but when, when good people go to Washington, like a good person gets elected to the Senate or to the house of representatives, it's not too long before they start losing their ever loving minds. That is true. There's something in the water. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the sewage, uh, plant is a little too close to the water treatment plant. Or if there's like some kind of a nuclear power plant too close to, to Capitol Hill, I don't know what that is. But yeah, I, I say Washington is my number 10 because that place just makes people cuckoo. All right. That's valid. Boom. Moving on Abby, to the nine slot. Nine. My number nine slot is the one and the only Calgary Flames. Ooh. I don't want to play for their fans. Like I thought a lot about fan bases. It's just like, okay. if I do well... I, those are not the people that I want to be happy for me. You know what I mean? Wow. I don't want to give them the satisfaction of playing well for their team because wow. they're all just ornery babies. That's all I have to say. Wow. I That's love, assuming you play well. I love that is assuming that I play well. But then if I don't, they're going to call for my head. But I okay. love Calgary, but just seeing the way they all responded to the Johnny Goudreau stuff, it just made me not like their fans very much. Well, yeah. Like, I love the team. I do not like their fans. Yeah. Want to know something funny? What? My number nine is the Calgary Flames as well. For the same reason? Pretty much, but also snow. So yeah. moving on. Um, I <laughs> I don't have them at number nine, but Calgary is on my list. Yeah. Uh, and they're a little higher um, because I think Calgary is fast becoming a train wreck. Uh, the organization. Up there, the organization. Yeah. And um, just what they did last year in trading two of their very best players um, who 
uh, I don't know. I just I think I think that just that kind of kicks the fan base in the crotch. So that's kind of one of the reasons why they are kind of the way they are. Um, it's I kind mean, of like it's kind of like out, so it's kind of like Pittsburgh, though, you know, because uh, the pirate fan base gets kicked that way all the time because the management just doesn't want to win, I guess. So something like that. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, they're they're uh, say, saying something about the pirates. They are, I, I think, they are retaining a little more. They're making wise moves, like when they traded some of their players at the deadline, they at least got some valuable pieces for what they traded away instead of just saying, here, do you want this guy? Send us, you know, a thousand bucks and a bag of balls and we'll call it even. So anyway, so Calgary, yeah, Calgary's on my list. They're not at number nine. Um, I'll tell you who my number nine one is when, after you guys do eight, because no, who's your number nine? Uh, my number nine is Philly. Fair. I don't think you really have to explain. I, and I don't one. think I, I don't think I need to say anything about that. I it's don't just, think you do. I'm surprised they're so low. Philadelphia, Philadelphia. There. Hate Philly. Okay. Okay. My number eight is the one and only San Jose Sharks. Their market is small. If I'm gonna live in California, I don't want to live in Northern California. That's about it. Boom. Boom. Okay, kind of lame, but. Uh, uh, number eight is Columbus. I their rebuilds taking too long, plain and simple. I don't, and I don't understand them signing Johnny Goudreau to that long deal when you're going to have guys like Fantilli and Johnson needing pay pay raises in like three years, and that he's going to be eating up like tenth of the cap. So uh, I think their organization's a train wreck. A little and bit. Plus, I don't want to live in Ohio, the armpit of America. So it's true. No offense to your you Columbus fans or our no, Columbus I love, family. I love Columbus. In the hockey podcast network, but yes. Who's your number eight? And I think they're a fun team. I they just don't are. want to play for that organization. Exactly. So. As a player, you know, you got to think of it from the player yeah. standpoint. I don't want to play for that team. Um, my number eight is Vegas. Oh, Vegas is that low for you? I don't want to live in Vegas. Me either. <laughs> maybe maybe it's CSI that just turned me off to the whole dun, Vegas dun, scene. Dun, 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 dun. Who are you? Bum, bum, bum. Anyway. My turn. So Vegas is my eight. I, I'm surprised it's that low for you. Yeah, I was actually, Wait, that well, surprises I mean, me. Come on, just, you know. He just got the entire Metro ranked one through seven. Probably. My number seven. No, because Washington and Philly were nine and ten. That is true. You're right. So continue. I'm surprised those two were so low. Seven. That's crazy. My number seven, the Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver. A, their front office is a mess. B, their organization is in shambles. C, if I'm going to live in Canada, I'm not going to live. On the West Coast. On the West Coast. That's it. Did you put Vancouver? Is that what you said? That is what I said, Vancouver. Listen oh, to me. Wow. That's what I said. I hate that. That makes me sad. Sorry. Your turn. No, Who's in your seventh spot? Yeah. Um, my number seven is the Toronto Maple Laughs. And the Leafs. <laughs> um, I think their organization is garbage. Their fan base is garbage. And uh, everyone from Toronto just sucks balls. So. Whoa. Wow. Big Holy. Big words. 
Man, we're going to get a big E on our, uh, on our podcast say, this time. <laughs> that might warrant an explicit tag. That's, oh, dear. That's bad. That's bad. My number seven is Columbus uh, because Ohio, yuck. Exactly. That's, that's what I have written here. Ohio, I think I yuck. think that comes more from our Pittsburgh Steelers fan inside of us. Maybe. Maybe. No. Like because Columbus and Pittsburgh is not that big of a rivalry. No. But, but it's Ohio and Cincinnati and Pittsburgh and uh, it's, Cleveland. It's Ohio. Very and, much more. and some of that, some of that has to do with the fact that we lived in Michigan for so long. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like I'm from Michigan, so I cannot stand Ohio that's, because yeah, that's true. U of M and Ohio state yeah. have such a bad rivalry. It makes me so angry. Oh, how, how I hate Ohio state. I can't stand Ohio. Well, you know, now it's more boiler up. You know what I'm saying? Hammer down. <laughs> anyway, number six. Oh, my number six, Carolina. Woo. Hey, me too. Hey, there I you don't. Go. They're I, just a bunch of jerks. They're just a bunch of jerks. <laughs> I love Carolina. I don't think they're jerks at all. Uh, playing for them, though, I don't think I would want to live in Carolina, in North Carolina, hmm. as a player. Like, I feel like that wouldn't be a like. I don't know. I've never really heard that much good about North Carolina. I don't know. You know who's from North Carolina? Andy Griffith. Andy Taylor. That is true. Dang, maybe I should read Andy my... Taylor and Opie Taylor. <laughs> Anyways, but also well, their market's just their market's just be. their market is just really small. Party five. Yes. And if I'm gonna play for a small market, it's not gonna be Carolina. Okay. Fair enough. People true. in Carolina Gomer don't Pyle. just don't watch hockey. Golly, Sergeant. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Anything else you want to say Judy, about Judy. <laughs> That's Cooper, but yeah. That and same reasons. I just Goober. I just think they're a bunch of jerks and I don't much care for them. Plus, I think they're kind of on the decline now. I think their best years were Justin Williams the past few, and I think they missed their opportunity. I really do. I think their goaltending's suspect at best. Yeah, and they're trying to shore up a very old. a very light blue line with. The, wait, did they sign? Was it Orlov that they signed? Yeah, I think I think Dimitri is on the back end of his career too, and they signed Agreed. him to a four year deal. So I think it's just they it's, signed him and the struggle Burns. wagon now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, their blue line I is agree. getting old. It's yeah. good. Yep, but this year is going to be better than next. That's, uh, I think this year is probably one of their last years to actually win. But yeah, yeah. so I don't want to be in Carolina. So my number six is Chicago. Um, I know you got Connor Bedard, but you need to show me more. And the fact that you were willing to, um, basically screw two of the best players you've ever had in Kane and Taves. Yeah. Uh, there's no loyalty in that organization. There's, and I don't, I don't, uh, honestly, I want to go to a place that's going to be uh, loyal to, to the, uh, to me as, cause I'm, yeah. I'm going to be loyal to you. Right. So if I'm wearing your, your logo on my chest, you're yep. going to care about me as a player and as a person. Or at least that's the yeah. That is why Chicago is in my five slot. Chicago, is, Chicago an is also in my five slot. Organization has my no My goodness, class. you two are like... <laughs> We're on the same wavelength right now. You're like chocolate and vanilla. We're You're just so sympathetic. plain. Hey, that's rude. But yeah, I agree. I think she... And plus the whole sexual assault scandal that was just... Never dealt with by between the anybody. NHL because the NHL is a is a cruddy league and won't do anything about that. I feel well, like yeah, most, we've talked about how horrible the NHL is. So. Most sports leagues 
probably wouldn't do anything about it, to be honest, though. But anyway, nah, I don't know. I think that the NFL and the NBA would take it a bit more seriously if the if a team was doing it. Like, I guess that's te- that was a whole organization. That's true. Not yeah. the whole, but higher ups. It was the front office. Yeah. And people knew about it. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't want to be Sorry, playing for I an organization like that. Period. That's all. Agreed. My number five is Vancouver. Boom. Same reason what, as me. What do you guys have against Vancouver? Jeez. Uh, their front office and organization. While I said Calgary is fast becoming a train wreck, uh, Vancouver is an absolute train wreck. I want Vancouver to choose to either be good good, or be or suck. bad. Like, are you going to rebuild or are you going to stick it out with the players that you have? Like... I don't know. I just feel like they're I, always again, on the fence and you're like, they could, it could go either way every year. You're right. like, I don't know. Are they going to be good? Are they going to be bad? And, and, and I think, you know, guys like, um, uh, Patterson up there, Elias Patterson need, need more, uh, help if they're going to be good. And it just seems like the team, when they have an opportunity to sign somebody or when they have an opportunity to trade for somebody, they just don't do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, that's just me. So, yeah, Vancouver's number five for me. Fair. All right, my number. Well, I don't, okay, can I just say, Vancouver's not even on my list. Well, I that's fair. Vancouver. I that's fair. The jerseys are awesome. They got some great young talent, and I think I was on the team. I would put them over the top. So you know. Well, there you go. If you if you have that much confidence in yourself, you go and do that. I do have that much confidence, Mister. I can't even stand up in skates. <laughs> I can stand. Can't even propel myself forward with skates on. There you feet. go. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Can't propel. <laughs> my number four is the Toronto Maple Leafs. I hmm, think Toronto Maple Leafs. That's their, so high. Their fan base is garbage. I would not want to play for the fan base. I would. I would not yeah. want to succeed for the fan base, and I would not want to do poorly for the fan base because you're gonna get you're gonna get demolished if you do poorly, it, and then they're gonna go and be stupid if true. you win. It's, so it's like. It's it's similar fan base to say uh, a Premier League soccer team. Exactly, they're so entitled that if you don't do well or if you mess up, someone's going to shoot you. Nah, it's the end of the world. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, and also, I I I think being in Toronto, there's just so much pressure to perform as a player, anyways. Like, just the fact that this is Toronto. Original six team, like, NHL HQ, literally right there in Toronto. And so I feel like it's just a lot of pressure to play for that team on top of the fact that, yeah. Anyways, that's it. That's all. My number five, Toronto. Andrew. Nice. Or my number four, Uh, sorry. Four. four, Yeah, I was going to say my number four. My number four is the uh, Coyotes. Oh, wow. Train wreck. Yeah. I think they're, uh, I don't know. I They were planning on building a stadium and now they're not. And now they are again. It's very confusing. And Agreed. I just think, I don't know. I think they could be, they, they, they might be on the up and coming, but I just don't want to play in a desert too. Like really Arizona of all the places. That's fair. No, thanks. That's fair. So Arizona. Cool. Your number four, sir. Uh, I already my gave you my four. number four. Uh, Calgary, ah, uh, and I already explained why. That's very high. My number three is your Vegas Golden Knights. 
There you go. Nice. I will not Stan- play in Vegas. Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. I, I will not play in Vegas. I will not. I, I, I don't know. Their fans are fine. A little obnoxious. I think it's too much of a show over a there in Vegas. A little obnoxious? I mean, not as obnoxious as Toronto fans. Well, yet. True. Yet. That's true. They still have time. Does, any, does anybody else have a, have a problem getting the words out? Jack Eichel, Stanley Cup champion. Eh, only, only you would, because you I have do. some sort of Im- like do. imminent rage against I just, that guy. I don't like. I think I, the guy I have a hard time saying butthole. anybody Stanley Cup champion outside of Teddy Bluger that was on that team. <gasps> Teddy Bluger, yeah. right, baby. I'm very happy for his success, Agreed. though. Love Agreed. that guy. He's amazing. Yep, agree. Like I can say Stanley Cup champion Teddy Bluger. That well works. It yeah. does work. Yeah, there you go. Okay, number three. Oh, that you just Top gave your three number three. podium places. I did. And, and, and Vegas is her three. Who, what's your number three, Andrew? Uh, number three for me, the Washington Capitals. There you go. I just, I have a burning rage against them. Not as much as I do my top two, but I just, they're just a thorn in my side. And the the Ovechkin versus Crosby debate, that's so obviously asinine and ridiculous. Yeah, it's definitely it's like Crosby. Like, Pure goal scoring, OV, everything else, Crosby. And Crosby is a better player. Like All around a better know, so. player, better defensive player, better yeah. playmaker, better stick handler, better whatever you want to say. Better Ex- winner. Except for sniping and goal scoring. That's it. Yeah, goal scoring. I'll give you that. OV has the leg up. But besides that, anyway, and their fan base is just the, one of the most annoying fan bases in the world. So that is, in all sports. Well, I don't. In their defense, I don't know if their fan base is actually that annoying or if we just find them extra annoying because we're Pittsburgh's fans. That might be. And yeah, then they're be. all high That's on valid. Ovi and we are not. My number three my number three is the Montreal Canadiens. Because wow. I, wow. Because Why? because I don't speak French and I don't want to speak French. <laughs> I guess that's fair. That's valid. I would be very I confused, I guess, if I lived in Montreal because it's like a whole different Yeah, I mean it's like being in France. And I, you're not in France. But in, you're in Canada. Montreal. You're literally so, like not even that far from America up that's there in right. Montreal. That's right. So, yeah, my number three is Montreal. That makes sense. My I number do. two is your Philadelphia Flyers. Boom. Fans suck. Very nice. Organization sucks. Colors suck. Ah. Uh. Jersey uniqueness sucks. Logo uniqueness sucks. Team future sucks. Team currently sucks. Nothing good about the Philadelphia team, Flyers. Team uh, location sucks. Well, Philadelphia is kind of, historically, it would be Okay, cool. historically, I'll give you that. Yeah. But that's the only that's redeeming it. factor. I wouldn't want to live in Philly. Like, I value my life. I don't want to die. So, yeah. No thanks. Anyways. I choose life. There you go. Philly is my number two. Andrew, you're number two. Valid. Uh, my number two is the Vegas Golden Knights. There you go. I hate the city. I hate the franchise. I hate every single player outside of Teddy Bluger. And uh, I hate what they did to... Dude, you like, hate the, Phil Kessel? Uh, Phil Kessel's not on the team anymore. He was. I guess Teddy Bluger isn't either. Yeah. And then I hate every single player they have on the team. <laughs> and, and I hate what they did to 
uh, Mark Andre Fleury, Riley Smith. They just they hate their players. It feels like, and they're all about the show and about the business. And if you are making too much, or if you, which to begin with, it's kind of the general manager's fault that Riley Smith was making as much as he was. It's neither here nor there. I just the organization is a bunch of. You know what I'm going to say. So, uh, yeah. yes, Vegas is a landfill. Ooh. Okay. I do not disagree with you. My number two, the Ottawa Senators. Wow. Whoa. Don't like Ottawa. Seriously. I've never liked Ottawa for some reason. That's I just what you're going to leave it at. Yeah. Uh, I think their front office, I mean, for the most part, I mean, they got, they've got good players. They've got some good players, but um, I don't know. To me, it just seems like they're not doing enough that's, to, to make it happen. That's fair. Plus, if I was a player and I was going to Canada, um, I would need to get a lot more money than what the Canadian dollar is worth. So I think ours isn't all I don't know. contracts I don't know. I don't in care. USD. I don't care. But I e- believe either way, is in your either way, either way, you can keep Ottawa. Okay. I'm I'm not going. I'm not going to Canada. Fair. All right. My number one slot. I think you all probably saw this coming because, as you all know, I loathe Ohio. Nothing against the team. I love Columbus as a team, sure. and the franchise is great. Sure. But I hate Ohio, and I will not play in Ohio. Will not play for Columbus. I will root for Columbus. I will not play for Columbus, ever. Would you go to a game in Columbus? I would go to a game in Columbus. Okay. That's not the same as good, living there. What'd you say? I said good. Oh. Anyways. Would you go to a game in Columbus? Yeah. Ohio, the armpit of the Midwest. The hmm. armpit of probably America. There you go. I will not play for Columbus. There period. you go. Who's your number one, Andrew? The Flyers. There you I go. hate the colors. I hate the city. I hate the team. I hate the players. It's like Vegas, but more boring and dull. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, exactly. What is show yeah. stopping about a Philadelphia game? Nothing. What is the draw Plus, to go see a, sh- a game in Philly? Yeah, the history of the Plus, city. I don't want to go see a game where the mascot's going to be streaking across the ice. Literally, uh, the only yeah. the only thing the only thing that they was, have going for them is gritty, and that's not even good going for them. Well, the, I mean, you didn't no. say the mascot sucks. The mascot is terrifying. Abby, that's like saying that Germany in the 1940s all they had was going for going for it was communism. That's not saying that's not true. Nazism. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we comparing gritty to communism? Nazism, yeah, not. Wait, is it's not isn't that communism? Well, not exactly. No. Okay, Nazism. Excuse me. Yeah. Nazism is like very extreme communism. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. My number this not is saying a hockey that, that anything good is going for them. My my number one my number one is Arizona. Nuff said. Yeah. I mean. All right. That I would not go to Arizona, even if you paid me valid. valid. Ten times more than what I'm worth. So Arizona is not on my list. You would go play for Arizona. I would just love to play in the mullet, man. I think it would be so fun. Like I might not have a chance to win. Marry a guy and then you can play in his mullet. I might not have the chance to win, (laughs) but it would be Uh, like a one year contract. You know what I mean? Anyway, no, you you better hope so for three years. 
and you'd only be playing in Mullet Arena for this year. So you'd be. No, that's true. I just want to play in the Mullet, man. That's all. Anyway, this has been random crap. We want random to talk crap. About. We want to talk about. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and uh, yeah, I think that's all we have for the podcast. Unless there's something else we want to talk about. Is there something else we would like to talk about? I feel like there I was. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't really know. Is there something you want to talk about, Jim? I want to tell Andrew congratulations on your wedding and getting married. No. I am proud well, thank you. of you. And what was that? Oh, my battery is running low. Um, I'm proud of you. And I think that you and Clara make a very wonderful couple. And I hope that you have lots of happiness and success. Boom. There. Boom. Well, I said you. it. I meant it. I wouldn't take a word of it back. There you go. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So that will be it for yes. this episode of the Pens and Stuff podcast. Thank you for tuning Who in. Who says you next, get to close it out? I get to I get to close it out this time because next time because she can hear the music. It's going to be the beginning of the preseason episodes for the Pens and Stuff podcast. Yes. Yes. Season so five. Season five coming up. Premiering soon. No. Next next episode is the last episode of season four. Then we're kicking off season five with episode 90, uh, 100. Yes. Oh, there we go. Which is the first season of the the episode of the regular season. So stay tuned for the go. preseason predictions and predictions, preseason predictions that are guaranteed to, to go, go absolutely wrong. terribly wrong. wrong. Exactly. Anyway. Shout out right. to the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you for letting us join on. And until next time. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. Let's go, Pens. Let's go, Pens. Let's freaking go.